You Can't Sit With Me, hosted by Deanna Espear. Welcome back to the You Can't Sit With Me podcast. This is my first time recording a podcast episode being videoed, okay? And no better person to do this with than the girls from OKSIS, Scout and Maddie. Hey, hey. Hello. Coming to you live from California. Ooh, California. Should we all sing? Uh, uh, it's time to party. California. California. Sing it, Mads. Oh, shit. It's time to party. Belt it. No, Keep going. She has a good voice, Deanna. You guys can We're sing done. together. You both have voices. Wait, no, but I really? feel like her singing voice is the exact vocal representation of her TikTok dances. That's that's why my whole existence lately is just embodying TikTok dancers. It's so. not even your brand anymore. It's just your entire existence. Exactly. Well, I just want to tell my audience that it's so nice to have you guys because I genuinely feel at home when I talk to you guys. You know, sometimes I realized in the last couple of weeks, I've had a bunch of guests. It was very hard for me, you know, being in quarantine and having to kind of like be nice to the guests, but it's kind of awkward, but it's not, but it's just like, you know, I just needed someone that I just know so I could just vent for a whole episode. That's how we feel. Mads, did you know that Deanna's family comes from the same town as dad's in Egypt? Wait, you're Egyptian? Yeah, no, Deanna's Egyptian. was Spanish, but my family was at some point, yeah, in, in Egypt. Isn't that why crazy? Have, yeah, why have we not talked about that? Well, we figured wow. that out the first day we, we like went for drinks and we figured it out. And it was, why, I didn't even know she was Jewish. You know she's Jewish, right? I think I did know that. Wait, it's not obvious <laughs> to you that I'm Jewish? No, it's not obvious, Deanna. It's you have blonde hair. At all. It's fake. Look at my roots because of quarantine. <laughs> It's all coming out because of quarantine. There are blonde Jews. Scout, no, there are. So you know. No, but like I'm, like a Sephardi, I'm a Sephardi Jew, which is like the yeah. place of the century. Yeah, yeah we're Sephardic. Wow. Do you remember when Maddie and I had like a screaming like fest <laughs> on my podcast? Yes. Yeah. It almost happened again when she told me she thought I wasn't a Jew. <laughs> I love it when you guys get mad at each other because I just watch and, you know, observe. We have to get mad. We were, we were too nice on OKSIS OK last week. It was a good episode. That was, I know. Um, that was so fun. It was so much fun. But um, yeah, I'm Jewish. I'm not really Egyptian. I'm Sephardic, but I'm Spanish, Italian, Jew. Um, that's one of the main things. That's how we bonded. I can't believe Maddie didn't know. I know. It was so nuts. It was like divine intervention you never hear from someone whose family immigrated from egypt it's so funny watching maddie watching me now because she's like staring at me and i can see her being like is she <laughs> you're like morphing into like a, everything i know about you now is I, I am my mind is blown welcome to the tribe i mean you were already part of the tribe but like so happy to have this you is like the real tribe yeah this is the real tribe i'm jewish but like i was a blonde baby i'm not hairy like I basically have to fake eyebrows because I have none. Um, I was able to wax my own bikini during quarantine. And it didn't hurt me because it was like nothing there. Like it's very funny. I have no armpit hairs. Okay, shut the fuck up. We're so over you. Like we're not friends no, no, anymore. No, 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 no. Wait, it comes, it comes with its struggles. My hair will never be seen ever without hair extensions in my life because I have none. So it's very fine. It's basically non-existent. So I remember one time my friend Elaine really needed me for something for this event. And I was like, I, I can't make it. Like, I don't have extensions in. I'm really sorry. Won't be well, seen. Won't do it. Well, 
I have a mustache right now. So in quarantine, I mean, awesome. don't we all, we all have a fucking mustache, whether it's blonde or dark, we have to all fucking wax it. But I went curly for quarantine is what I did. I'm liking the curly look. I have to say, I really like it. I was the same as you. I wouldn't go in the pool or the ocean or like I wouldn't go to certain things if my hair wasn't done. And then in quarantine, I was just like, let me just try to see what happens. And then I actually used my husband's hair product refer- referral because he's like really into his hair. I just used straight up jojoba oil. So good. And it, I, it's like so easy. Now I can do whatever I want. Wait, I was going to ask you this. Do you ever get Brazilian treatments? So I used to all the time. But the problem is, is like, okay, you get the Brazilian treatment once and then it starts growing out and then the roots are really curly. So you get it again on the roots. But what happened is it ends up being over time. The top is straight. The middle is curl wavy. No, the top is straight. The middle is wavy. The bottom is curly because it like or the other way around. The top is straight. It just doesn't work after a while. It's never like the same level of wavy curly. It's always like dysfunctional. Well, because you're like, this part of your hair has done it twice. Well, this part of your hair has only done it once. Once you start going back and back and back. Right. So your hair just gets, I, it like fucks it up after a while. So you, you basically have to get blowouts every week. Yeah. If you want straight hair. Which mm-hmm. you don't need. I like the curly hair. I'm really into the curly hair. My hair is very curly, but I, I also went through that process and still am going through that process uh, yearly. But a long time ago, I actually got um, relaxer. So it essentially just made my hair – and that's permanent. And so it really fucked up my hair because Don't my hair it. is not even defined curls anymore. It is, it is simply puff. Puff. <laughs> <laughs> the way she said it, it's like the the way you said it described the state of your hair. Let's talk about real juice struggles. I want I want you guys to give me each your top two juice struggles. Wait, America, uh, don't say Jew. I want you guys to get to give me your top Jewish struggles. Uh, hair, my hair mm-hmm. is one of them. Mine, mine is my stomach. Yeah, the stomach. That rotation. is a typical. That is a typical Jewish dilemma. There is not one thing that I put in my mouth that does not make me bloat. It is a constant bloatation. I am never feeling not bloated, and it's because of my Jewness. I have a couple of Jew struggles that are very different from yours. Very different. What are they? My Jew struggle is I can't find a guy that's cute. Oh. Number one. Number two, Jew struggle is I'm I'm never bloated on my tummy, but I will look at chocolate and it's already in my butt and it's already made my butt jiggly before I've even chewed it. Oh my God. What is that like? Like my juice. What is that like? No, no, no. But like, you know, a lot of people do say to me, you know, the jiggly butt is nice, but it's nice when it's intentionally jiggly in the right places. Mine is just, you know, like a scout says, when you get a Brazilian, you have the top that's like curly and the rest of your, that's, that's what my butt looks like. It's not jiggly in the right places. Oh, you're talking about like actual butt. I thought you were talking about like pooping and digestion. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I thought you said like, you look at a piece of chocolate and it is immediately like coming out of your ass. I'm like, what's that like? I would love that. Well, I have a tip for you. Just eat a packet of Flaming Hot Cheetos. That's so real. As I say, Flaming Hot Cheetos for a Flaming Hot Arsehole. Oh, my God. That is obviously Mads goes straight to that. Good Lord. Yeah. Today, we are here to recap my 
favorite reality show of all time. I have to say, are you guys disappointed because of how much I I hyped it up? Honestly, no, I was pleasantly surprised by it. I really liked it. I didn't like the way they did the endings so much. Like it wasn't super like there wasn't. And I, I was kind of the whole time just because I'm such when it comes to reality TV, I'm just bachelor. And so I was kind of comparing it the whole time. What's nice about it is that. Wait, we're talking it, about too hot to handle on Netflix, my friends, because I did not me- mention that. Oh, right. Yeah. So what it's I mean, it was only eight episodes. And so I feel like. Not a lot happened. Like there wasn't a lot of drama, but there was something about it that you just wanted to keep watching. What do you think that was? Um, the the horniness. Oh, what? I was going to go with the emotional breakthroughs, but that's okay. <laughs> This is why you guys are like the two perfect podcast hosts because one is like, <laughs> it really was about the emotional journey. And the other one is like, when are they going to have sex? <laughs> yeah, that was the whole point of the show. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That is not the point of the show. The well, I'm going to be... I'm going to be the happy medium here and say it was the perfect mix of both. Yeah. It was, it was the that. sexual tension and the emotional breakthrough. That's what I meant. Yeah. Sexual tension. That's what I was meaning. The whole point of the show was we wanted we wanted them to have sex by the end. That and was the whole grail. Of the- we wanted to see if, if it's going yeah, to happen. Not see it's them actually bad. doing it. Not that. Thank God. <laughs> Isn't there a reunion coming up? Uh, no, I don't think they did a reunion. But wait, oh, so I saw we... something written about it online. Oh, really? I actually yeah. skipped all of them and I haven't seen this. Wait, so before we get into a very detailed recap of the entire season one, you know what's coming. I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend. Okay, my tip is to use, they're sold out, which is kind of annoying, but you should pre-order them right now because once they come back in stock, they ship super fast, is the Bala Bengal weights. Um, there's, is that Maddie's? That was so Maddie's tip. That's so funny. She's pissed at me. You work out, Scout. Um, you don't know my life. You don't know my quarantine self. I know your life. I paid <laughs> for fucking Pilates, okay? Like maybe I just put them on and do some work. Anyways... They are oh, great. She puts them on when she picks up the dogs. Yeah, like when I walk from one room to the next. Fucking resistance. Anyways, they're super cute. I want them in every color, and they're just good. I am doing Pilates, thank you very much. Not a lot, but it's happening. And I use them during my Pilates session. I bought them as well. But before I knew you guys had them on the podcast, um, I did hot Pilates. I do this with my friend um, Jacqueline, and they had them – they sell them there. And so I went on Amazon and I was like, wow, they look so cute. And I bought them. Yeah, they're so cute. So my tip specifically, I'm going to take it one step further. It's not only that you need the bala bands, bala bangles. Why do I keep saying bala bands? Bala bangles. You need to do them while you're TikToking. Okay. That's what this I was thinking. Is, I just saw this on, on Instagram. This, this adds a whole nother layer uh, Doing a TikTok is a workout in itself, learning those dances and doing them to perfection as I do. Um, And putting that little added weight just makes you feel so much better and that you're actually doing a full on workout. So hot tip. I have to say a TikTok video when you're trying to do a dance video is a full blown workout. Oh, you're schwitzing like crazy. How do you hide the schwitz in all your TikTok videos? There's a lot of filters on there. The beauty mode, I think, also hides the schwitz. But 
additionally, like, yeah, I like today I did my hair and I was about to do a TikTok dance and I was like, wait, I can't do it because my hair will frizz up and be fucked up. I can't. It's a literal workout. And it's also like training your brain, like your memory Mm -hmm. and your muscle memory. It's actually very hard to anyone who's like these stupid, dumb TikTok stars. I'm like, that girl has learned so many choreographies. She's probably smarter than you by now. Mm hmm. I agree. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I have to do one. I haven't done one in a little bit. Yeah, Scout, I really enjoyed your ones. Yours were very good. You got so Don't fuck up our flow. Don't fuck up our flow, please. My tip of the week is actually a tip that I could not be bothered to look into. So I just grabbed the first thing that I could find on my desk. Um, But it is the, you know, the first thing I could find on my desk because it is something that I wore now. And it is the Glossier Lap. Finally, it's their... It's their new like lip, not gloss, but it's like a matte yeah. lipstick, but it's not a clicky, 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 yeah. clicky lipstick. Um, and clicky, I, clicky lipstick, clicky, clicky lipstick. And my color is disco. And wow. so I love this because I, before even quarantine, but now that we're in quarantine, this is like a whole new version of me. Um, I no longer have time to do my makeup or the will to do my makeup, obviously. So I never do it. But when I just want to elevate my style a little bit more and I don't want to spend three hours applying a matte lipstick, you know, it's precision work, precision work. I don't want to be doing. I just have this little cute clicky clicky lipstick and it's kind of glossy. It's more of like a stain, super wearable. um, And it's a great color, complements my skin tone, which is kind of olivey apricot my mom would say and so I like this and it hydrates your lips and so that's my tip of the week I don't know if it's a good one but it's the first thing I could find there you go I have a question for you guys I have a question for you guys before we continue um I ran out of makeup remover what makeup remover do I get like I can't wear makeup right now because I don't have makeup remover oh really I'm obsessed with the uh uh, Tula um cleansing oil okay it's really good um, I'm also obsessed with the Versed cleansing balm, which I've just recently got into Versed skincare. You can get it on Revolve and it's very inexpensive and it's very good. The ingredients are super clean. You'll really like it. I feel like you know more about skincare than I do. I know, but not makeup remover because I don't know anything about makeup remover. Like, I don't know. I'm not good at makeup. Oh, really? You mean makeup remover with like a cotton pad or like an actual cleanser? No, like a cotton makeup. pad to like take off your eyeliner and stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, Everyone use oil, oil-based cleanser to take off makeup. Don't use wipes. They stretch out your skin. Exactly. No, I know so The Tula oil cleanser. And I just like do it on my eyes and it doesn't irritate your eyes. It's really good. And okay, then like I'll the, the cloth. Yeah, it's so good. Anyway, let's get into the recap. So here's the thing. I watched this twice. I know. I'm ashamed of myself. I watched it a couple weeks ago. Then I made you guys watch it. And I've seen on Instagram that Maddie was taking handwritten notes on her iPad, which is something I've never heard of, but it made me, it really inspired me. So then I went and got an iPad. <laughs> like you bought an iPad? iPad? Yeah, I was like, fuck, this is, this is how I should be recapping my TV shows. Like, who the fuck am I kidding? Recapping without taking notes. Like, am I that smart or interesting? I am not. Okay. And I was like, this is how I should be doing shit. So, anyway, besides the point, I'm spending too much money on this quarantine. I don't want to talk about it. But since you have carefully handwritten your notes on your iPad, I want you to lead the first topic of conversation when it comes to too hard to handle. Okay. A little preface on the iPad 
situation. So I follow this TikTok because everything just comes back to TikTok. I follow this TikTok of this girl who does handwritten notes for her school because she's like a high schooler on her iPad. And it's literally porn to me. I will send them to Scout and be like, watch this and you will start drooling and jizzing in your pants. Like it's like ASMR, but visually. And so I was inspired by this young start because I just wanted to create really great notes, okay? Then I realized that Lorna Elizabeth has the Good Notes app. So that's the app that I was using if anyone wants to, you know, dabble in. And it's very fun. I definitely do not have the same handwriting as this girl on TikTok. It's going to take a little more practice. But I was like, oh, I'm watching Too Hot to Handle. This is a perfect time to like – make the creative juices flowing, you know? So here we go. I sectioned it off into place. Oh, I need to find her name because it's something specific. I need, this is the kind of shit that I'm into. When I saw you doing the handwritten thing on the iPad, I was like, this is what I need because it's really hard for me. Okay, I'll send it to you. I'll send you her because she is, I mean, incredible. She's like hundreds of thousands of followers now because people are obsessed. Yes. So- I broke it up into three sections. One is female. <laughs> and I. Guys, I am like a scholar. Um, and I, I'm horniness. like into school. Um, yeah, let's I, be scholar. I'm a scholar and I'm very organized. So here we go. Female characters. And I wrote little summaries for each of them so I don't remember or so I don't forget because they were – pretty forgettable some of them and then male characters and then overall observations and thoughts okay okay so i think we should start with female characters yeah i think you i think you need a glass of wine i think i need a glass i think everyone needs a glass of wine this i'm like is- schwitzing already okay oh. go go mads let's hear it okay female characters first one is chloe she is mm. um i believe mm. this is what i wrote the self-aware dits Okay. So she's a self-proclaimed dumbass. Yeah. But you know what? You have to give it to her for um, being self-aware about it and knowing where she stands and her truth. Yes. Yeah. I think she's adorable. I thought she was so cute. I just like could tell that she was maybe not giving herself enough credit for being like a human being. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say behind the obvious, you know, very self-aware dumbass. Um, there is actually probably the sweetest girl in the whole entire house yeah. um, who's not, you know, jealous of anyone else and who's not out there to, you know, steal someone's boyfriend who doesn't need all the attention on herself and who's just there to make friends and to potentially find a guy and have a good time. And I think she's one of the only ones that was just here for those reasons, here for the right reasons. Yeah. And I think she also, she stands up, she stood up for herself twice really well in the show, once against Francesca and then once against whatever that guy's name was. In a very classy way, despite her very obvious trashiness. I mean, I I have a question before we get into more female, um, female, I was going to say characters, but just females. Did you guys understand some of the British lingo? Like, uh, you, did you not understand a geezer, a geezer and banter, good bants? Did you not understand these things? Yeah, I couldn't even understand what they were saying. There was times when I was like, three sentences would go by and I'd be like, well, that was gibberish in my mind. Harry. Harry would slur his words a lot. I mean, we have a lot of practice. Yeah, but Harry's our- Australian. Yeah, but oh. he doesn't sound Australian to me. He sounded nice. English to me. Can I tell you a secret, Maddie? 
Can I tell you a oh, secret? No, no I, I. This is terrible. Throughout the entire season, I thought he was English, he and I'm English. English. I, I promise you, I thought he was English, and then I read that he was Australian. I was like, I'm the dumbest. I'm probably dumber than Chloe. No, no, he sounds English. It said Australian like 30 times during the show. And every single time I was like, that doesn't sound right. He sounds English. I feel like maybe he's an Australian guy that spent too much time in LA. So mm-hmm. maybe he was like, I need to adopt the English accent because that gets people, all the girls, apparently. So I've heard. I don't know. I'm not a British guy in LA. Just a it British doesn't. girl who hates everyone. And yeah, I, the whole time I thought he was English and, and then I and then I just felt really dumb and I wanted to hide in a hole. But that's besides the point. So first of all, I want to know who you thought was the hottest guy and who you thought was the hottest girl. I thought Francesca was the hottest girl, like by a million percent. Okay. And um, the hottest guy. Oh, my God. I don't know. Because Harry looks like a little boy to me, so I wasn't attracted to Harry. And then I didn't really feel much of a connection towards any of the guys. I liked, like, I liked Matthew a little bit, but his shtick was too annoying, the Jesus guy. But I wasn't really, I didn't really think of the guys were, like, they were objectively good looking, but none of them were, like, I feel like Harry and I would be buds. What was yours, Maddie? So... I think in the traditional Instagram thought sense, obviously Francesca takes the cake. Also, I just want to point out when she was doing her little intro in the beginning, she said she had 300,000 followers on Instagram. And then I looked, obviously, after the show, she has 3.5 million That's followers. That's on the show. That is- oh, no, I, now course, she's at 3.7. Okay, whatever. But what I'm saying is like that is way more than any bachelor person gets. Like any I mean, reality TV person gets. Ever. Any reality TV person has ever And gotten. Harry and Harry is like 2.5 million. Nope, like he's at 3 yeah. now. Okay, Scout with the facts. <laughs> so I'm just trying to make a point. Okay, Scout, I'm she to made hand, handwritten notes, okay? Like she tried. Well, she did not look up the updated stats. Okay, sorry. Did not update the stats. I'll do a refresh. But what I'm trying to convey is that I have never seen people latch on to social to um, reality TV dating shows characters and stars so much. And it's just really unfortunate that, you know, during this time, this would have been like their prime going on all these shows and podcasts and talk shows and traveling. And they literally have to be sitting home quarantining during like this rise to fame, which is just so interesting. Yeah, okay, but do you but think it would have been? But do you think it would have been that successful if it wasn't brought out in quarantine? During quarantine? quarantine? Yeah, that's what a lot of people have been um, debating that about Tiger King as well. It was like just because we all wanted something to fixate on and talk about, that's why it blew up as much as it did. But you never, I mean, you don't know. I, I mean, think- look at um, look at uh, Love Is Blind. That was before the quarantine, and it was so popular. Yeah, okay, I think this guy. I think this was. Better than Love is Blind. Yeah. Who's the hottest guy, Maddie? Okay, wait, but I didn't say Francesco was the hottest girl in my mind. I'm going to do a really big curveball. You guys are going to freak the fuck out. I thought Madison was the hottest girl. She's the one from California, was there for like one day. She came at the end. Blonde from California. I said that. Um, She had a realistic body. She, her face was gorgeous. I don't understand. Maybe her personality was whatever. Maybe that's why people weren't latching onto her. But yeah, but she 
I don't know what about it, that vibe, that look, and her Instagram is so cool. She's like a hipster. She's awesome, and I really love her. I think she's the hottest. The hottest guy, again, I kind of echo everything Scout said. I don't find any of them really attractive. Um, Harry did not do it for me, but I also looked at his Instagram, and he looks so different than what he did on the show for some reason. Like He just looks much more mature and older um, and more like an adult man. Um, Corey was like that fuck boy at the end. He was kind of cute, I guess. Uh, but yeah, not not loving any of the you know, men. You know who else was really beautiful? My husband thought uh, Rhonda. Rhonda I, was beautiful. I was going to say Rhonda. She looks like Rihanna. She's gorgeous. She's so – so I was going to say that – all the people on the show were. Maddie, you know this is video recorded. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I, I'm fucking schwitzing. I'm sorry. Um, it's do the struggle, real me. Do struggle number three. I was gonna say that every single person on the show was just unbelievably tacky looking, and that it is so hard for me to think that anyone is attractive or good looking when they are just the epitome of tacky. You know, hmm. for me, you could be the hottest girl and all you need is one tattoo in the wrong place. And I can't even th- think you're cute anymore. Same thing with Wait, a guy. Question. What did we think about the bathing suits that showed the under boob? Did you see that, that on my stories? Is No, I oh, didn't. I just the whole time when I was watching it, I was like, is it's, a loose, it's a loose bathing suit on the neck and it's like loose at the bottom so that it covers like you have an under boob, but like it's like saggy at the top and like under boob at the bottom. And it's too just, much under boob. And it's just the least flattering thing I've ever seen. I think it's basically a like a way for the boob jiggle to kind of jiggle so that people can see. Hmm. Another a huge critique I had is why couldn't they invest in better mics that they could be that could they could hide. For some reason, was the production value that low or like the budget uh, that low? When, they you're to wear a, on their- when you're in a bathing suit, there's nowhere where you can attach your mic. So you need these like necklace mics because they, they're living in their bikinis. They don't do that on so The Bachelor. Or bas- and they don't do that on Paradise or Bachelor. Yeah, they don't do that on Paradise. And it was so distracting. I mean, obviously I got used to it, but like, come on, Netflix, do better. I, I thought that was a normal thing. Like it's very Love Island-esque to, to do yeah, that. Yeah, Love Island does um, that. Yeah, they do that. Um, but here's what I was going to say. So despite everyone being tacky, for me, Francesca did not do it because if Francesca was – you know, a little larger, if she didn't have fake boobs and if she didn't have so many lip filler and Botox, I probably would have not found her that attractive. I think that when Francesca is going to grow old, she's not going to age super well. She has no charm, but I will say she has a good, you know, thought, bikini, model, body, whatever. I thought Rhonda was the most gorgeous girl. And when it comes to guys, it was really funny because when I first saw Harry, I was like, he looks obviously like a child. His mouth is too big for his teeth. So he like, had this like huge smile that kind of reminded me of this little thing I used to watch in the UK called Wallace and Gromit. Do you remember? Oh my gosh, you have to Google Wallace and Gromit and see the man and his mouth and you will see um, Harry. But he was just like the little goofy, like dumb kid. But yeah, and then I was thinking, I was like 21-year-old Deanna would have definitely been like, Harry. But like, 
No, you know, 31 year old Deanna would have looked at him and been like, this is the last person I would talk to. I will say that David was really good looking and really funny. And it's kind of a shame that he he's kind of goofy and he's kind of dumb and he's kind of dumb looking. But if he wasn't so dumb, he actually has a good body and is cute and is like funny. And I like funny. He seemed really sweet. Like he seemed like a genuinely like good guy. Oh my god, that one guy that lives on his boat. I loved it when they were like, I can't decide if he's really poor, really rich. Okay, so apparently now he's dating Nicole. Now he's dating Nicole. Wait, which one's Nicole? Nicole's the one that never hooked up with anyone and never speaks and uh, oh yeah what ha- what was the deal with her so i just think she didn't find anyone that she really liked so she just tagged along and was the friend a friend and like just had like a vacation yeah and just so wait they're dating now i think so it was said okay so here's my question but 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 also sorry i'm going too long i thought chloe is really like i think chloe is really gorgeous yeah, i yeah. think chloe has a gorgeous face yeah she's too skinny Another thing, can we talk about the skinniness of everyone? I, you know, I've lived in LA. I live in the UK. I feel like UK people are obsessed with like skeleton girls and fake boobs and that people in LA like more meat and like a bigger butt and a bit like more of a realistic body without the fake boobs. I don't, I don't know. I think there's, Maddie, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like in America, there's a certain guy that likes more meat, but then there's also very much a certain guy that likes that very skinny look still. Really? I've never met that guy. Thank God. Cause I'd be fat. Yeah. Um, anyway. Okay. Wait, I have, I have something, I have something, uh, a topic to propose. Propose it. For us, for us to discuss. So something that's very unique about this reality show is the narrator. And I wanted to know it's if the same you guys. Love is blind. Found- yeah. It's the same as love is blind. That's not unique. What are you talking about? She's the not same love, love, is love is blind. No, love is blind. I think no. you're talking about um, Love Island. No, Love is Blind had a ne- uh, uh, the circle. Sorry, the circle Netflix. The circle. Oh, oh see, so yeah, I didn't watch the circle. Yeah, she's the same narrator as the circle. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But okay, regardless, I thought it was so brilliant because I've never gone through a reality show with a narrator like that. That one is very satirical, but also. nods to the producer intervention they're like oh the producers are cooking up something here or like very aware of like the motives of these people to become reality tv stars like i just thought it was brilliant and it added to the flavor it was laughing at itself it knew what it was doing i loved it and it was a great demonstration of transparency which i think nowadays vanderpump rules and all of those shows are lacking of because vanderpump rules Mm -hmm. is basically now all fake and you know, they still can't admit to the fact that Sheena doesn't work at Sir. She, you know, she doesn't drive two hours from fucking Marina Del Rey to go to Sir to work as a, as a server. And so I did like that, you know, transparency. One thing that is super unique in this show that, you know, you can't see in other reality shows is the mix of cultures, the mix of all the different international cultures. So I was going to ask, like, what is one thing that really shocked you when you watched, you know, the UK people? Honestly, like, I can't even tell you which ones are UK and which ones are American. Like, I didn't really see so much of a difference. I was just shocked that these people have, like, couldn't go more, like, more than a day without sex. Like, some of these people literally have sex every day. And it shocked me. Like, I was genuinely shocked. It just, it 
just proves that <laughs> I was going to say something really bad, but it, don't say it. <laughs> it just proves that small intellect and an intense sex drive is not <laughs> limited to geography and to location. Everywhere there are people, you know, you would think think that the Brits are more sophisticated and high class because of their, you know, we have this stereotypical, well, we have, Americans have a stereotypical connotation with people who have British accents, but it just proves the point that there are dumbasses and crazy people everywhere that just want to be famous and will go on crazy reality shows and make themselves look like fools, regardless of where they were born. And when people say, you know, English people are so posh, have you heard Chloe that talks like this? Wait, hold on. My, hold on. My boob just showed. (laughs) No, I didn't see it. I was looking at you. Can you make sure? (laughs) No, you can't see it. I was just looking at you. I didn't see your boob. My nipple just showed. How did your nipple sure. show? I don't know where you brought. <laughs> she's, she's talking about people. Deanna, do you know that Maddie? You know that Maddie went on to a Zoom business call and didn't realize the video was on and was topless. I need to open a window. He's the girl that everyone's making memes about. I cannot. She did that last year. Her boobs were in the we're Zoom. Back. We're back. I just told her story oh about God. how Julia caught you with um, <laughs> your in the gym. Yeah, I was, I was literally. <laughs> did you, what happened? <laughs> so what happened was this. <laughs> was I be the one complaining about the bunch of and the bikinis on too hard to handle? How about topless in front of your boss on a Zoom conversation? No. So, okay, let's back it up. First of all, Scout was the one concerned about the under boob. I love under boob. Great. Give it to me. Number Clearly two. you don't just have an under boob. You're just like a boob. The Zoom, the Zoom where I was accidentally naked was sometimes when you open Zoom, it doesn't automatically start the video. But and this one usually never started the video because you can make it a setting. Now I clicked in and the video started. I caught it really quick, thank God. But I was completely like vagina, boobs, everything. Because uh, I was about not, to do my hair. Even when you're not on, on video, I, I would not feel okay with, you know, joining a Zoom business meeting topless. I would feel like not appropriate. No? No, well, really not. Also, yeah. a really smart thing that you you should that everyone should have on their laptop, and that's a little the slider. Yeah, yeah, I need to get that for sure. Yeah, that was a bad one. That <laughs> well, was a bad one. You know, I didn't um, see your boob, but um, thank you. <laughs> I I didn't actually see it, but I'll make sure to like you know do a little screenshot of when it happens and put it on my Instagram. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> you're literally to me by blackmail. Thanks. You're literally the person that everyone has been creating memes about during this quarantine. You literally <laughs> are that girl. That, like, that stupid girl that everyone on the internet is making fun of. That is you, Maddie. Yeah. Like the people that go pee during a Zoom call because they don't realize. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that is something I would do, for sure. <laughs> to go pee don't I'm dying. <laughs> so hot. No, I'm schwitzing and I'm not even a schwitzy Jew. Like, what have you done oh to God. me? I wanted to talk about the sex situation because don't you feel like when you're 
on an island with, you know, they all think they're super hot because they all have this like tacky, like hot thing going for them. They all think they're the hottest people they've ever seen. And these people, you know, they can't do what we do. They can't go on a date and have a really intellectual conversation, a really deep conversation. The way that these people interact with each other is by having sex because that's the only thing they have going for them and fake boobs. So when that's the thing that you have going for you, how do you not use it to your advantage to build a connection with someone when you're all like attracted to each other? Well, that's what process did it showed them how to open up and not be so focused on the sex and they went through emotional breakthroughs which I thought were really great I actually didn't like the narrator because I felt like she undermined some of the emotional breakthroughs they went through and I thought it was really you know a powerful moment for some of them that should have been a little bit more hyped up but that's okay um what was your favorite was, breakthrough of the entire series um Rhonda's Rhonda's boyfriend see I thought they were boring I was no like, but like oh. he he was like so to go from to go from like, I cannot date you emotionally to all in, in like a week. Like that's like to be so afraid of dating and to be so burned and to only lead with sex because that's all you can handle. And then to understanding like, oh, that's going to limit me in my life. and I'm not going to be able to experience someone I really care about. And then to overcome that. I know that they kind of breezed over it, but that kind of a transformation, that's really big. That's really big for but people. But it wasn't a genuine transformation because they're not together today. They aren't? No, they broke up. Why? What happened? Because of distance. Oh, well, I mean, that's well, what happens Harry when you and the Francesca, Francesca and Harry are even more long distance and they're still together. It, did know, Harry not move? Delilah Bell yeah. and Eyal Booker are super long distance. They're still together. So that was my problem with them. I thought they had a very Cameron and Lauren from Love is Blind, like just boring and like a bit too boring and basic for me. Whereas, you know, I know they're the obvious ones because they were like hot or whatever, but like Harry and Francesca for me was so amazing because I liked that they initially like were obsessed with each other because of their looks, right? They really like just went through the process, which I thought was interesting to me because it made it work for them. They're still together today. They're thinking of getting married now so they can quarantine together. And so... And, and it also proves to me that, you know, when people are like, don't judge a book by its cover. We've had this conversation before. Don't judge a book by its cover. Isn't that the point? Like, I can't date someone who I'm not attracted to. And sometimes the first person that you're initially attracted to can be the right person too. I've learned a lot from Harry and Francesca. I haven't. They suck. But, you know, I envy their relationship. You can tell they're tight. For me, it was super interesting because these are the, this is the, the couple that is, you know, bends the rules and like, you know, they're always kind of naughty and you would think that this is the couple that is just trouble. And in the end, they ended up together. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I, I do have a philosophical question. So the premise of the whole show was the, the money, right? The prize. Obviously there's, yeah. you know, the added element of emotional connection and finding love. Sure. But the whole time we were, you know, uh, pu pushing and pulling between this pool of money. Everyone was getting mad at Francesca for, you know, spending all their money. But then at the end, 
it didn't even matter because they all got the money. So like, what? What? Not I mean, only did they all get, I thought that everyone was starting at a hundred thousand and throughout it. So I thought that everyone was going to get like seventy five grand at the end, and then they pooled it together, and I was like, oh great, each one got like three grand, big fucking deal. Like if I knew that I was only going to be getting three grand, I probably I would have just had everybody to break the rules. Yeah, I would just have sex with everyone. Yeah, it just the the money element, of course, created drama and tension. But I, I just was like, wait, so literally everyone gets the money. Great. Like, it, it's not really what reality TV shows do. Like, you have a winner. A winner. Like, and, win. they, and they didn't know what the rules would be. They were kind of figuring it out as they were going. And I think that they fucked themselves over because if they wanted to do a season two, they can't because now everyone would know what they're going for. And everyone I was just know. thinking that. Yeah, they fucked themselves over and like they would know that all the money would be shared. And if you don't apply the rules and you're not going to get the money and like it's just an easiest what scenario. things cost, what things cost. And it's just an easier scenario to be like there for the wrong reasons, like The Bachelor, because it's I, I think they fucked up when they created the rules. I want to go back to what you said about do you think this is a show that is popular because of quarantine? I think the reason why this show is so popular now, it's because it's, first of all, really good because it's so nice watching dumb people having breakthroughs because when you watch these people having breakthroughs, you're like, I can have a breakthrough. But also, I think that during quarantine where a lot of people like myself are single and cannot, you know, hook up with someone. I mean, not that I would anyway, but I'm just saying like, I can't even flirt with a guy. I Watching people who can't do that either in this time is so fucking satisfying because you're like, you know what? It ain't just me. Okay. Somebody feels my pain. Someone is understanding why I'm frustrated. And I'm not saying that I'm thinking about it, but during this quarantine, what I've come to realize I've been a right bitch to so many fucking people. And I didn't know why. And now I'm realizing that it's my lack of just male validation. I'm someone who always needs to be complimented by a guy. And I always need some form of male validation to feel cool. I'm not getting that. And so, you know, I I can understand why when you're stupid and you want sex and you can't have it, it's super frustrating and it makes you do dumb shit. I I totally agree. The, The timing of this show is impeccable because not only can we relate to a lot of the frustrations that these people are going through that we probably wouldn't have otherwise. So it's it's really, really an interesting timing to be consuming this show. Wait, I want to talk about the masturbating part. One, how did they accurately know if a guy masturbated? And two, that's like a lot to ask. <laughs> but, 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 but Maddie went quiet. I went quiet. <laughs> no one knows what to say. I think that they have cameras everywhere. So I think that they could see. You could. What see about them. going in the ocean? I mean, I uh, honestly, I, I don't, I don't if think. You're, if you're masturbating in the ocean, that is a lot of skill. Yeah, but if you're a guy who's used to masturbating water. I think yeah, but you have to be fully underwater. You're treading water and you're masturbating. I'm just (laughs) that is like fucking creative. Okay, I think that they only would go in the ocean when they were being filmed. I don't think that people were sneaking out. They were all sleeping in in a bedroom. They were all watched, so I don't think anyone was just sneaking out of the bedroom to go to the ocean. They would have been like, "Uh -uh -uh." 
how do these girls make up? Wait, I was going to get into that, but wait, about the masturbation. Don't you think that it's kind of sexist to be like, that's a lot to ask from a guy. Some girls like to masturbate every day as well. I know, but just like on average, men masturbate more than women. They do. They do. Um, I also think it is an incredible skill if a woman could masturbate while treading water in the ocean. I was not limiting that to just the men. <laughs> I was thinking, yes, sexual release is something that both genders take pleasure in. And tr- again, treading water in an ocean with the salt water in your vagina while you're trying to masturbate, that sounds awful. You remember when you said that Vanderpump Rules was the reality show that had the worst fashion? Can we take it back now? <laughs> yeah. Can we take it back and just discuss which of the horrors you guys, you know, just stuck with you? Francesca's eyebrows. Let's not lie. It's bushy brow time. It's not like tattooed brows. That didn't bother me as much. I think Chloe, Chloe and um, Chloe's makeup and tattoos. Yeah, Chloe. Chloe's outfit, Haley. Remember Haley? She was like the one that made out with Francesca. She, was she wanted to date Francesca. Out. Oh my gosh, that was she, my favorite she part. I'm just like, I hate all these fucking people. I don't give a fuck about Lana. I don't. There's a great, there's a great TikTok sound going around right now of her where it's like, I hate all these fucking people in the house. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, it's just so. Yeah, funny. her hair extensions were appalling. Her makeup, her eyebrows, everything was appalling. The fake tan was appalling. Everything was appalling. Nicole's makeup was appalling. Nicole's tattoos were appalling. Rhonda's eyelashes. eyelashes. Chloe's eyelashes. Completely disgusting. Too long, too thick, especially when you're in a bikini. You want to be breezy. You want to be beachy. You don't want to look like you're in a drag show. And to me, uh, the, the fashion was the worst thing I've ever seen. The guys were the tackiest guys I've ever seen. I can't get behind it. Jesus bugs me. Jesus Although, is so fucking annoying. Huh? I will say that Madison, is that her name? The one you liked, Mads? She yeah. wore this fucking sick snake scoot, snake scoot, snake skin, blazer matching bathing suit. Like, I'm going to DM her and be like, where is that from? I told you. She is super cool. She's but she's cool not. Her attitude sucks. But in all fairness, if you went on the show, would you be like, okay, I'll you know, <laughs> with these people, would you be like, okay, I get it. You guys are dumb. Like, I'm good. I mean, she agreed to I, go on the show. Yeah, but they don't know. They didn't know what it was going to be about. She obviously just wanted some fame. I mean, who can blame her? She was already an, an influencer and a model. Oh, I love the accountant. Oh, my God. Love him. Oh, he bugged the fuck out. Zell or something? Yeah, yeah I love how he not. was like, like so insane about the money. It was hilarious. He bugged me. I don't like a stingy motherfucker. Who else? I talk about this on the. I, I, I talk about this on the podcast a lot. I fucking hate going out and big and big. Things. Yeah, so and then there's always that motherfucker who's like, "Well, I didn't eat this. I just had a salad." That guy bugs me. That guy's the accountant. Yeah, can't cope with him. That, that guy. Says, Wait, I ordered one less glass of wine than you, and I'm like, I. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't have fries. Can I? Can I just pay for my ending? Fuck you. You fucked up the entire splitting of the whole bill. That guy is the accountant, and that guy is just no for me. Um, besides, the okay, point. someone we didn't, someone we didn't um, talk about yet is Lydia. She came out. She came at the the second wave essentially with Madison. Oh, I didn't like her. I wrote. I wrote big boobs, and she ends up with David. But obviously, they're not together. Looks like a raccoon. Yeah. 
I didn't like her. She I didn't like, like her vibe. I didn't, like, I didn't like much about her. So I didn't like her because it, it's hard to like people when they come in too late. Why I didn't like her is because there was no substance to her. We didn't see angry. We didn't see frustrated. We didn't see sad. We just saw he's really cute. And like, it's really great. And like, they didn't end up together in the end. So like, I knew that was going to happen. There was no substance to her. The cool thing about, you know, someone like Francesca or even Nicole, or even the arsehole girl with the terrible extensions and eyebrows, can't remember her name, but she was an arsehole, is that they all, Haley. Haley, thank you. They all had some form of substance to bring to the table, whether it was, you know, anger that they had to manage or just frustration that they had to keep in check. I don't know. I just... For me, it was just entertaining to watch these people lose their shit and have to hold it together because they were frustrated. Maybe that's why this show is so popular during quarantine. That is why the show is so popular during quarantine. People are relating. People are relating on a deep level, I think. Who do you think you represent in the show? Each and each of you. Like in the group. No one. I think I would be I um, felt like Rhonda was like the least like she had the least sex problems, I felt like. She was fine. Yeah. I feel like you're a Rhonda. Yeah, I'm a Rhonda. I think I would be a Nicole because she's just so bubbly. She got along with everyone. She didn't really have a lot of sex, which I'm not having now. So, um, but she was a sexual being. Hmm. She's cool. I liked her. Who are you, Deanna? I've been asking myself that question for two weeks and I still can't. <laughs> I like, no, I genuinely have been like waking up at night thinking, because I always have someone that I feel like I am in a reality show, you know, like on Vanderpump. Who are you in Vanderpump? Yeah, and I'm a Stassi. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's who I am. Boss ass bitch. 100% a Stassi. Give me a reality show. I'll be someone in that reality show. And then I've been, keep, you know, staying up at night thinking, who the fuck am I? I need, you know, in Love is Blind, I'm a diamond. I'm 100% diamond. <sighs> hundred percent the guy who lied to her about being bisexual and i'm like i don't give a fuck if it's unpopular you lied and you're a liar so, you know wow it's amazing no i don't give a shit who am i on too hot to handle that is I the don't... question i'm the asshole okay like, I didn't no, from I, you're like no you're a mixture of Haley and chloe with intellect like you're sweet like chloe and nice and like not about creating drama do you know what's funny I'm 100% a Chloe. You yeah, know you are. Not because I'm stupid, but because no. she's like the funny one and I like to be the funny one. But she's also self-aware that she's not like offensive. But I guess I can. Yeah, and she's me. outrageous. She's outrageous. She is saying what's on her mind. She's great. And I would be the one to be like, oh my gosh, can you guys please not tell the new guy that, you know, I'm a bald chicken without my hair extensions. Like I'm the kind of person that would say that. Yeah, yeah, I can see you kind of like her, but smart. Can I just say I love you guys for saying that? Because it really goes to show that you guys actually really know me. This is the circle of trust. Um, <laughs> the circle of trust that everyone's going to hear. <laughs> I forget now. I feel like I'm just having a conversation with my friend. Okay, let's talk about takeaways from the show. I need a takeaway that is not like obvious. Honestly, my takeaway, as I said it before people who want to be reality tv stars it is not limited to location and where you were born and we can put together a whole diverse set of characters and they're all gonna be at a basic level human and wanting to fuck each other <laughs> okay well my takeaway 
is that people are highly insecure and put up such crazy acts to hide like who they are and what they're actually going through and what their desires are and their confidence. Like they come out. Like if you watch the last episode, how they act versus when they walk in the door, it's such different people. So it's just, it's just interesting to me that people are so willing to put on, like become this character, but then once they kind of realize, oh, there's, that's not what I am. They like very quickly change. My takeaway is kind of similar. My takeaway is there's no such thing as a real player. There's a guy who's afraid, a guy that just doesn't fucking like you. Or if you're unlucky, there's always a Corey. If the, if the, guy's, a, if the guy's a player, he doesn't fucking like you. I'm really yeah. sorry. Amen. He just doesn't like you. We've seen all these guys who are serial swipers, sex addicts, maybe. Who knows? And they're all finding people that they actually like and, you know, have monogamous tendencies because they were into these people. So this is my conclusion of this show. Also, before we wrap this up, I need to ask you guys, do you still not know what a geezer is? No, I don't know what a geezer is. You never you never looked it up? No. Like a, a geezer will be found usually outside at an outside pub with a pint in his hand and on match day. They commonly like football. Frat star. Yeah, he's like a frat boy. Oh, okay. So like a like a like a bro. It's like it's basically bro. the English bro. Anyway, guys, this was a very intellectual, very scattered, but oh so great recap of Too Hot Handle. Thank you so much for joining me today. Can you tell everyone where they can find you? Yeah, you can find us um okay sis, O-K-A-Y-S-I-S, wherever you listen to podcasts every Monday, new episode, and you can follow us at OKSIS Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Listen to OKSIS. I was on an episode. It was fucking hilarious. Miss you guys. Love you. Thank you you so much for listening to the You Can't Say With Me podcast. Just a quick reminder, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It is the most helpful and supportive thing you can do for this show. Also, if you would like to engage in the conversation yourself, you're welcome to request to join the secret Facebook group. It's called You Can't Sit With Me. Don't forget to look for it. But all really annoying and thirsty plugs aside, hope you enjoy this episode.